Welcome to the Seek Outside Podcast. Hey, you, should, you think that's bad? See Ryan on the phone in the office. <laughs> That sounded like some ASMR, dude. That sounded real we should, nice. We should do ASMR. Ready? Yeah. That actually sounds... I, I bet people can can picture exactly what you just did, uh-huh. but they know exactly yeah, what yeah. kind of beer you just one, cracked into right there. One more. Oh, yeah. That's crispy. And you know what? That's crispy when the mount, When the mountains are blue, it's as cold as the Rockies. When the mountains are blue, then... It is a good day. It is when the mountains, good day. <laughs> when the mountains are blue, I'm getting fucked up with for true. For true. <laughs> uh, well, t- uh, today we are here to uh, waste about an hour of your life, bring you some of the least useful uh, content out there on the internet right now. It's pretty useful, <laughs> no, honestly. It is. It is. <laughs> no, we're this edi- this uh, episode is dedicated to uh, out-of-doors substance use. Yes. We're going to be talking about our legal, favorite... Legal beer. substance use. Legal substance use. We're going to be talking about our favorite beers. We're going to be talking about why beer is important in the outdoors. Mm-hmm. What you can... what it, it opens up a whole realm of possibilities here. It really does. So, but yeah. I mean, on a kind of a more serious note, drinking... And, and you know we got to distinguish dis, distinguish between. <laughs> oh, Guy already sounds like already. he's had ten beers. Yeah. <laughs> he's on his first one of the oh, day. Oh man! Oh man! What really happened when he went to your car earlier? <laughs> the handle uh, of whiskey just yep. stop it. Um, but no, I mean, you know, they. I, I feel like uh, having a having a cold beer, bringing some whiskey with you. Mm-hmm. Out, out uh, to whatever your adventure you're, you're embarking on can be a really, uh, really beneficial tool. Um, I think it's a morale booster, man. I think it's I a really morale. Do. I think it's a bonding mm-hmm. thing. You know, like yeah. a lot of people drink um, and have make good connections with people. So, man, yeah. you go out in the woods um, and you bring a bottle. Mm-hmm. And you're kind of in a crappy situation, like winter camping or something. Yep. And you got two or three buddies that are with you. Like, you guys are going to have some really great conversation. You're yeah. alone in a tent in the middle of the woods. Yeah. And just, you know, throwing back a few nips off the bottle, if you may. A couple nips. And, yeah. and uh, <clears throat> yeah, I think it's I think it's a lot. I mean, for me, it's a bonding experience. It's almost social, you know yeah. what I mean? No, it really is. And and it's a morale booster, you know, it warms morale you up yep. artificially. Yep. So And, like, you know, let's be honest, sleeping outside uh, in a tent hard um it's not the most fun thing all the time no. i mean no matter what you have unless you have uh, unless you brought your at-home mattress and you got the best earplugs that money can buy mm-hmm. it's uh it's going to be less enjoyable than sleeping at home True. so what do you use to put yourself to sleep easier? A little bit of sleep sauce. A little sleep sauce. A little sleep Just a little, sauce. Uh, little of uh, grandpa's old sleeping pills <laughs> or grandpa's cough syrup. Yeah, yeah, to put exactly. you to sleep. Yeah, I think I, I think there's a lot of great things about drinking in the woods. Which yeah, is, no, there is. There is, man. Which is why we should go into 
top five beers. Just gen- It's not actual about like the brand of beer. It's just top five outdoor beers you can have. You know, like location, feeling. Yeah. And I think everybody, unless you don't drink, then you probably aren't very interested in this podcast anyways. Uh, I think everybody will be able to relate to this. So do you have a top five? Top five beers. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess it would probably be like top five, uh, like top five drinks, alcoholic drinks that I would want to bring out there. No, no, I'm talking just like beer. top top five. I don't like, even know if I have five beers. That no, no, it's I feel like comfortable it's comfortable like, bringing out into. It's like a, a it's trip. Like, no, it's like a top five. Number one, uh, let's say indoors. Top five indoor beers. You got like eight a.m. airport beer. Oh, that's good beer. Oh yes, all right. And all then you right. got like you know you got that like. Mm-hmm. After a hard day of work, beer with the boys. <laughs> Top and beer. Yep, yep. So then we got to put it into locations. The out, outdoors. Timing. The outdoors, yeah, yeah. the camping beers. Yeah. The top five. No, I, I like that. Yeah. I would say, I mean, number one has to be like, uh, number one probably has to be post pack out. Oh. Like at the tailgate. Oh, that is you good You just beer. exerted yourself physically or just like. Yeah, after a long hike, yeah. I'll, we'll say after like a long, strenuous hike. And you sit, you sit down on the tailgate. You put the meat in the cooler after you've taken the six pack out. Mm-hmm. That is a good beer. That's a good trade that, too for that cooler. You know, that is a dang good beer. Yeah, that, yeah. that beer feels real good. Pretty damn good. I would say number two would probably be uh, the beer after a trip where you did not have access to beer oh yeah yeah you You go on a on a backpacking trip you don't want to bring uh any any alcohol or whatever the the out of sobriety beer yeah that's a very good beer (laughs) the post sobriety beer the the stop the shakespeare (laughs) (laughs) but no you you pull up to a freaking uh you know like your shitty mountain town uh diner that's just slanging you know frozen hamburgers Mm -hmm. and you get like that juicy hamburger with a nice, tall, cold tall, draft, yeah. Coors yeah. Light. When they actually ask you 16 or 20, you say 20. Oh, yeah. You always do you have bigger? 20. Do you have pitchers? No. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of those places do have some solid pitchers. Yeah. But, yeah, you just sit down. You reminisce the, the trip there. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say number three would probably be have to be like a fishing beer. Because you always got to bring beer while fishing. Fishing you know, beer is good. Fishing beer. Fish beer is very solid. Um, fourth would probably be the the picnic lunch beer, you know? Mm-hmm. And this is a beer that I feel like in that circumstance, if you're planning a picnic, you know, maybe you're going out fishing, you're going for a hike, and you want to bring a couple beers as your, like, your treat at the end of it. I, I don't know about you, but I'm always bringing, like, some sort of uh like ipa like a, a better yeah. beer whereas yeah. like some of these other beers they can be of um you know on the on the coors light whoa uh, i'm don't not disrespect I, my boy i didn't say <laughs> i didn't say a worse beer i'm saying it's a it's a more of a watery you know yeah, you can yeah. just pound it it's a know? summer beer it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah, a, it's, yeah. a, it's actual hydration yeah, yeah yeah it's not a treat yep yep <clears throat> you're you're getting your your hydration back whereas this picnic beer can be something where uh you know it's it counts as part of your lunch because yeah, it's, it's a treat a it's a thick ipa part of that, a meal yeah, yeah gets you those good calories for the hike back i like that and then uh man i don't know probably number five would be uh would be just like the hunting camp um you know chilling at night yeah beer set yeah, up. that's good beer pretty hard to beat that's good beer. just chilling 
Man, I that's got, usually multiple beers. You know, yeah, that is be usually honest. multiple beers. <laughs> beers or, or multiple drinks. What about you? What are your top five? <clears throat> yeah, I know. Uh, number one, you know, I, I tend to car camp a bit more than Ryan does because mm-hmm. I'm a wrecked dirtbag. Uh, <laughs> but not my number one beer is the 8 a.m. after the night you camp beer. You know, like the 8 a.m., like, you know, that's usually a very light beer, you know, and you're just like, you're out there, you have nothing to do, you know, you probably got some kind of activity planned. Just get up and (laughs) So that that, that 8 a.m. beer, it's good, because you probably got up at 6. If it's summer, you know, you've been up for two hours. Oh, yeah. You you go transition straight from coffee to beer. Yeah. And that's, (laughs) you're you're out there to enjoy yourself. Yep. That is a good beer. No doubt. That is a real good beer for me. No doubt. Number two is the Around the Camp. Like summer campfire beer, mm-hmm. hard to beat. <clears throat> hard, to hard beat. to beat. And I feel like reminiscing that one, stories. Yep, yep. That's a good beer. Uh, number three for me um, is mountain bike beer in the fanny pack, mm-hmm. top of the climb beer. That oh man, that could almost be number one. Yeah, not necessarily camping related. Mm-hmm. Again, it's like a picnic beer. You bring a big like an IPA thick seven eight percent you know you get up to the top of that climb you got this beautiful view and you just crack that beer it's shaking up beyond belief oh yeah you know you're sitting there and you're just enjoying it all that's 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 the one where you want the imperial ipa so it's looking like the way down is a lot flatter than yeah 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 this is not too steep that is an incredible beer yeah and then is my number four now yeah number four uh i mean yeah just after any hard effort beer like whether it be a getting back to camp beer or uh, you know getting back to town after backpacking hunting Mm -hmm. those beers always hit um and number five number five number five is the setting up camp beer Mm -hmm. that's a good one that is you know when you you pull up the truck and you're setting up camp you finally you know you maybe drove in an hour or two to get there and it's maybe like five or six at night starting to cool off it's nice and cool and you pull out of the cooler that fresh it's got the closest to the ice the Mm -hmm. one that you made to put there you're setting up the teepee or your tent or whatever you got and you just crack that pounding steaks in pounding pounding a beer that is a good beer that's very underlooked yeah Yeah, that is a good beer because that's that's like the that's like the like uh Maybe like Thursday after work beer, exactly with the camping beer. Yeah, there's a lot of combos yeah. in there. I mean, that's those it are is, all yeah on the tier list. I mean, they're so close. Yeah, no, that's a that's a good one because it's like uh, you're yeah, it's 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 the start of the weekend, especially if you've been working all week. Yeah, you know, and and like you just take off straight from yeah. work. You already got your camp packed up in the truck. You just head out to. Like especially if it's in like Moab. Oh yeah. In the spring. Oh, oh that's a good setting that up is camp a good type beer. beer. That's a good freaking setting up or camp type beer. Summer after work <clears throat> on the Mesa or something. Yep. That yep. beer. Oh. What about what about bottom five? Because the, there are some beers that I, to me, you know, you're gonna drink them obviously, but they maybe don't hit as hard. Maybe it's the type of thing where. Uh, oh, like a, are like, there a bottom five? Like a, I don't Probably think there's, not. there's never a bottom five, but I mean, I would say there's, there's like a low moment beer, mm-hmm. you know, where you're still yeah. having the beer, but you aren't happy about it. Yeah. Like and that's it, a lot of those. I feel like come from a combination of the 8am beer and the like had too many beers, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So you're having the 8am beer, you don't want it, but you know, it's the only way you're going to function for the day. Yeah. Um, 
that's a low beer because yeah. it doesn't even go down nice. Nothing's refreshing about it. Yeah. Or the forgot to bring ice beer. Oh, forgot yeah. to bring ice beer is a woo. That's a Although, doozy. <clears throat> I will say I had a uh, trip once <clears throat> where uh, we were. It was last year actually. We were doing our archery elk hunt. <clears throat> Five days hitting the uh, hitting the hills hard, mm-hmm. and uh, and I know that my buddies Riley and Brian were in on this one. So they know, and we talk about it. We've talked about it multiple times, that how good this beer was. But it was a warm beer. It had been sitting in a cooler uh, with a package of bear sausage that had, like, you know, the blood was kind of seeping out of it. And, you know, the cooler, after sitting out for five days, no ice left in it, yeah. basically just water. The The water had kind of gotten on the lips of the beer. Yeah. So we called it the, the Trichinella beer. Uh-huh. But... I will, I mean, that was the best warm PBR that I've yeah. ever had in my entire life. Yeah. So, no. it, it all depends on the scenario. Yeah, I mean, the alcohol is going to kill off all the all the disease, right? Exactly, yeah, yeah. 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 Although, yeah. with a PBR, looking at 4, 4.3%, I don't <laughs> yeah. know if it's quite enough. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, a, that's called the gambling beer right there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. But, you know, this actually turned out to be a pretty good, that's, that's pretty solid advice. I mean, like, telling people, hey... Look, if you bring a beer for these scenarios, it's it's gonna make your shit way better. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean it's 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 a solid way of you know like kind of improving your life slightly. You know, as long as you don't take it too far. But like that one beer, like the yeah. You know, there's there's just always those scenarios where you're like you pull that out of your pack or you or something like that. Man, it is just a treat. Yeah, it's just nice. It's good. I mean, there's <clears throat> there's a beer for each moment. There really is, and there I, is. I think. I think uh, that that top five of each of us, they were all different scenarios. So we've showed that you know we beer is universal. Out, yeah, and it's it's a twenty four seven occasion when you're out in the woods. Yeah, it just really is. <laughs> it is. I think the, it's the brewery beer. Like if you're stop if you're like doing like a camping trip and then you you know summer camping trip and you stop in. Oh, you're in town, you're maybe. Yeah, yeah, you're in town. The brewery beer. Brewery that beer. is good beer. Get get some good food. Oh. Step yeah. up from uh, from the from, from the, the shitty food. yeah from yeah. the brats and mac and cheese that you've been eating. Now, not everybody can afford to take twelve ounces for five percent of alcohol, mm-hmm. right? So that leads me into another <clears throat> thing. We start talking about your whiskeys, your hard liquor, mm-hmm. you know, your harder liquor and your bottles. A fun tip I've learned, because I ended up doing a lot of backcountry stuff this year, which was different for me, Mm. (coughs) was, at least if you're a whiskey guy, your best option is find the highest quality thing you can get in a plastic bottle, or whatever you like, put in one of those Nalgene flasks. Mm -hmm. The issue with the Nalgene flasks is only 300 milliliters. Like, that's a night, you know, if you're having a good time. Well, yeah. And if you're just taking one nip before bed, I mean, like, not a big deal. But I feel like with the hard liquor, you don't get to enjoy it like a mm. beer. You know, it's like a, you're looking for the buzz. Yeah. I mean, if if I may, you know. So I like hot, Owen's Hot Tips. When I did the Coco Pelly bikepacking mm-hmm. trip, um, we took a 750 milliliter of wild turkey, but in the plastic. And the wild turkey isn't the best of the best. It's certainly not the worst of the worst, though. I've had worse. What is it? What do you have? Southern Comfort? Yeah, Southern oh, Comfort. Wow. That's a good Ooh, one. Ooh, that sucks. I mean, the worst is, what was what was the shit that I brought uh, elk hunting? It was like, I don't know, 
freaking so, you know it's bad if it has like uh oh, hunter yeah. in it if yeah it has, like <laughs> yeah. canadian hunter yeah, irish that was sh- some shit like that that was that was actually just straight ethanol it might have been gasoline yeah did yeah. it even taste like whiskey? yeah it's it's the kind where like when you uh when you take a shot or two of it and you start to feel the buzz the buzz feels like kind of like it feels dirty. different yeah it's yeah. dirty it's yeah. dirty <laughs> i feel like it's probably like it i don't know yeah it's it's uh it's almost like as if you just ate mcdonald's or something like that You're uh-huh just, yeah yeah it's it like, tastes good but it's I, like i have the substance in my body but it's like oh there's something not right here. yeah this is brutal yeah yeah but wow. yeah plastic bottle plastic bottle is a great choice um and honestly you know you think about your your weight to alcohol ratio 750 milliliters is gonna get you get you good for a while yep you know depending on the duration of your trip yep. um <clears throat> you can carry what i don't know how many milliliters is in this 355 you can carry two beers for the same amount that you carry two bottles in yep. weight um is that which right? is a lot yeah yeah i guess that's right so which is a lot more yeah booze yeah so it food. depends what you're trying to get after if you just want the taste of a beer totally understand but when we were on the Coca-Pelle, we were in so much pain and suffering that the only logical option was to bring that much alcohol bring hard liquor yeah 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 well you got to be careful though too because um with hard alcohol because there's a couple different factors when you're in the out of doors mm-hmm. that you got to consider a yeah. altitude <laughs> If you're going out to high altitude from out east, uh, be ready. Even, be if, even if you're coming from where we are, which is Colorado <laughs> sea level, yeah, is like I went up. I camped on the <laughs> camped at like tree line out of my car, and I was just you know I was chilling, just throwing a few back, and then I I took a shot in between then, and because you know we we're just car camping like dirt bags, and I was gone. You know, oh, like, yeah. like usually, like I can, you know, I put down yeah. a decent amount, but I was up there and just like worried about myself. Yeah, like the elevation really does actually play a huge role. You know, I feel like I could probably uh, guess the elevation. At, so, like, I could probably be like a, a elevation meter, right? So, you give me one shot of liquor, <laughs> for, for alcohol. <laughs> I take that shot and I see how drunk I am. And I'll tell you what elevation. See, see, yeah, like I wouldn't even play around with a 14er beer. Like I'd be scared. (laughs) Like a 14er IPA. Yeah, I'd be stumbling down the mountain. You know, I've I've had a beer at like 12,000 feet. Not definitely not a 14er, but uh, up on Mount Evans, camped up there one time. We had a beer, and it was like you have one beer, and you're like walking back down the trail, and you're like, "Oh <laughs> you're shit, like, dude. I'm not gonna be okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might, I might take a tumble here. And then there's the exact opposite. There's the Alaska beer. Oh yeah, where you're at like a thousand feet, mm-hmm. even though you're in the mountains, you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh my god, I'm a tank. Like I should have brought two yep. bottles of whiskey at this yep. point." You know what I mean? When you're like, yeah, you're just like, you're like, why am I not getting drunk? Yeah, exactly. Why am I not? Am I okay? Yeah, yeah. what's wrong with me? <laughs> that, is, that is a great point of advice. Watch your elevation. Yeah, watch And then your also elevation. watch your hydration, because I remember that 12,000-foot yes. um, night. I woke up in the morning, and wow. Wow. I mean, I've spent tons of nights at Treeline, but never, like, really Hangovers drink. hurt they, if you're up there. They it's even bad. harder to get your hydration back up. Well, and then the sun is just that much stronger, too. Yep, yep. And you're just like, oh, everything hurts. Oh, that's, that's the worst, dude. You wake up hang, hungover in a, in a tent in the summer. Oh, especially if you hot. sleep in and you're in a oh. hot sleeping bag. You just... Oh, You've been dude. greenhoused. Yeah. 
Whew, man, I like trauma, right? PTSD, <laughs> <laughs> dude. I, I, you feel all, uh, yeah, just like, I mean, that, that type of, uh, that type of like sweatiness and just overall, it's like you're moist. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. the but feeling of being moist. It's all outside of you, though. Yeah, yeah. It's not yeah. inside of your body. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty brutal. I think that, yeah, bring a Gatorade or like, uh, what is it? The Wilderness Athletes. I think Wilderness the, Athletes. The last two times we've been at Western Hunt Expo that wilderness athlete has saved us oh yeah yeah by far because you know as as you could probably tell uh the people that seek outside do like beer mm-hmm. <laughs> we like beer a little bit <laughs> Man. well that was last year was super bowl weekend so of course yeah know, yeah exactly well and then there was the top, the top golf night too top golf yeah yep no i remember last year uh that the wilderness athlete booth they uh it was like they weren't selling uh, they didn't have like stock. They were just doing like all online orders. And I remember I went over there cause I was charged with going and getting the, the hydrate, <laughs> hydrate and recover. Yep. And I was just like, Oh dude, please, man. Anything we'll do, you got, we'll do anything. anything you got, we'll trade you. <laughs> we'll send you a free freaking tent, man. Just for one bag of that stuff. Um, but luckily the dude was super chill and he, uh, he sent, uh, gave us a, a, a pack. Yeah. <laughs> we We used it it. (laughs) we needed it yeah but i've uh you know the uh quick tip the vitamin c packs like the emergency Uh uh-huh um those are essentially the same exact thing do they have electrolytes yeah so basically what that stuff is it's it's you know a combination of salt and sugar Mm -hmm. which helps you you know take in hydration and so those emergency packets have very similar ratios of that stuff so if you are in a bind and you know you don't want to spend the extra money for the wilderness athlete um just go get some emergency and it's it's good stuff best one i found honestly is the uh the gatorade the the like smaller bottles Mm. they're like the rapid rehydration or whatever yeah yeah. those things rip man (laughs) yeah i will like i would take those i would buy one or two you know just for a camping trip yeah you know um not that every camping trip i go out i get super fucked up but they're just good to have around yeah. man they're quick yeah. you're like you're good to go you know i mean high altitude you need hydration oh asmr <laughs> asmr i wonder if if people are getting like uh i wonder if anybody <laughs> from this podcast have <laughs> walked over to the fridge and cracked open a beer just because we're talking about cold crispy that would be nice. Yeah. yeah, I would. I, would I probably would. Yeah, yeah. I, I totally would. <laughs> yeah. No, I think uh, it's kind of like alcohol is like one of those things that's not like every, everybody does, but it's all, you know, you're never like proud of yourself. For doing <laughs> you know what I mean? You never like give yourself a pat on the back and you're like, that was awesome, dude. You did a great job. Yeah, if you're getting hammered now. But I, I think, uh, you know, like when you're doing outdoor stuff, a lot of it is physically exerting. Mm-hmm and uh you deserve a treat yeah it's always nice to have something to look forward to yeah you know some some people eat ice cream the like, guy yeah. I, I don't eat sweets dude yeah i just have i, I, I just really have a beer yeah. yeah i just have a yeah. beer yeah. i just have seven beers yeah I just, it's like the same thing <laughs> it's like same thing as a whole tub of ice cream <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> no no it it is i mean it, i feel like it's uh it's kind of a a decent uh you know way to inspire yourself like i know for a fact that there's been there have been multiple times where you're hiking back from something uh last year i was up in the wind rivers mm-hmm. i guess i was 
two years ago up in the wind rivers and me and my brother did a hellacious hike mm-hmm. and it was a downhill first you know so that it was oh. the uphill back which oh. is always the worst kind of hikes oh. we went fishing we didn't catch anything down at this <laughs> oh, lake because no. we're fly fishermen and that's how it goes and so we i mean it was probably like probably 1400 vert feet in like a mile oh getting God. back up it was it's yeah it was, like, I mean, it was a canyon that you have to hike back down into and uh the the sole motivation for hiking back up that thing was i knew that i could go to big piney uh brewery <laughs> the one there in uh in big big timber wyoming yeah and uh yeah it, just having that in your mind it, yeah. like it's like a motivation booster. it really it really does i mean my dad when we used to go hike 14ers when i was young he would always motivate me like i get up you know start wanting to give up mm-hmm. he'd be like but we'll get ice cream after yeah yeah <laughs> and now, that was always a big yeah. big one as a kid and now ice it's cream. just transferred over to this yeah i'm like yeah. dad we'll go get a beer after yeah no <laughs> no sugar high anymore just no. uh just uh a little little beer buzz i feel like uh, on a side note i feel like we should have somebody that we should have people write into the podcast or seek outside about the best beer their yeah. best beer they've ever had outside yeah to win something yeah we'll figure something out but we'll give you something yeah oh well yeah write in podcast at seekoutside.com that's the email yeah email us your your favorite beer yeah just give us give us your best your best your, your best beer store your, your favorite outside beer not not the brand but you're just like favorite kind of moment yeah. that you have that beer you maybe know? your top five list yeah your top five list that would be good and what about what about your top five actual like uh like beer or alcoholic drinks like brand brand, brand? wise to no, take outside i want to hear about the experiences well no i'm saying yours though oh my my top yours. five oh yeah yeah number one's Coors light yeah pin me down and kill me we were, we were talking about this <laughs> and I, i'd be curious to hear what what people think about it but um Oh, you know, yeah. there's a, there's obviously different <laughs> different beers across the the country, and people are are uh, loyal to their own, uh-huh. right? Colorado, you got to be loyal to the Buckskin, to the Silver Bullet. Yeah, if, if you Coors, if, if you don't brand. drink Coors in Colorado, you're you're a traitor. Yeah, you you are a traitor. Get, get out of my state. Yeah, no. and yeah. <laughs> if you if you don't get thirsty from hearing Sam Elliott say the banquet beer, yeah, yeah, then yeah. I don't know who you are. You don't yeah. live in Colorado, but in my experience, that is not um, a, a nationwide thing, and it makes sense. Which I don't right? know how. It's the best one out of all the ones I think. Yeah, and that's just that's just pure association because I would, the same. I would say in the <laughs> South, it's uh, it's probably Bud. Yeah. Like Budweiser, Bud Light is very common. Obviously, Montana's got what you have in your hand yep. right now. Montucky Cold Snack. And I did drink Coors Light before that because, you know, I had to I had to open my palate with I think, a good taste in beer and then I, I think we've talked about it, but you it's really hard to transition in between Montucky and Coors Light. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're they just have two different tastes. They do. And whichever one you drink before, it tastes worse. Mm-hmm. You know, so you can if you drink the Coors montucky tastes like crap after yeah if you drink the montucky first the course tastes like crap after yeah it's weird it's, it's weird strange how it works they have I mean, they, there's some kind of competition that they have yeah. you know that yeah. you like go you can't go from one or the other i wouldn't be shocked conspiratorial, conspiratorial. wise <laughs> light the light beer wars <laughs> yeah, yeah the light beer wars they put chemicals in their in their beer that uh 
distinctly make it so that you can't drink another beer afterwards. It tastes like shit. I could see that. Be we should line up Coors, Montucky, Bud Light. What else is there? There's Keystone. But Keystone's like like Coors Light, <coughs> but they like made it worse. Yeah, Keystone, we were talking, um, if you drink Keystone um, while, while you're hunting, you have probably... Indulged you know, in a few frat parties. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then if you bring if you drink Bush Light, um, you know you've you you probably live a little bit more on the loose side of uh, fish and game laws. There, you know, <laughs> probably a power bait fisherman. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm partially kidding. Yeah, out we're, there. yeah, yeah partially we're kidding. Uh, what is? <clears throat> I mean, Rolling Rock is there? No. Oh my God! No, Rolling Rock, you're a criminal. Yeah, Rolling Rock, you just got out of a, yeah. you just got done with a felony. I, I feel like I'm so sorry yeah. for anybody who drinks Rolling. Rock, no, but. but it's it's probably true. I would <laughs> I would be interested in in seeing a poll. Yeah, we should. Somebody should put out a survey. Screw the like 2022 or yeah, our, our you know we have the Seek Outside survey, mm-hmm. which <clears throat> if you guys are interested, uh, that will be up on Facebook and Instagram. Fill that out to win a camp setup from Serious? No. Yeti. Yep and uh win an eight person tp from us yeah um we'd love to hear your feedback but also you know i think we should have just sent out a survey about beers yeah what's wanna, your favorite beer see... what's your criminal record yes see what correlations there are out well there. your criminal record and, and your favorite activity <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i don't know why favorite outdoor it would be interesting to see what uh if you list like five beers and uh send out like what's your favorite outdoor activity uh-huh. see see what people say like who who ends up associating yeah. with I, I feel like like pbr and montucky cold snacks are kind of almost like hipster beers you know so i think that that would be more of a uh you know a, a backpacking type thing i don't know like pbr yeah i could see the hipster aspect of it but i could also see it just being like i don't have an activity i just drink pbr, yeah, like, PBR is my activity yeah true montucky, but same with budweiser yeah 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 i know for sure uh montucky is like i don't know maybe it's just because of like Corey seaman yeah but i just like always associate montucky with skiing skiers in montana yeah. i don't know why yeah it's, it's a cool name the montucky cold snack yeah it's good and they got a unicorn right yeah. that's what that is right uh, I think it's just a horse. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, but some of their cans are unicorn, and they got like rainbows. And really? Stuff, right. It might be. Some, I, of, some I of their know. branding is. I, I I would I could see that. The cores, dude. I don't know. <laughs> I, I am loyal. I am loyal to it. I'm loyal to my state. But the uh, I think the cores is just like I. You never see. I don't know. I feel like cores is like the cleanest of them. You know. Yeah. Like, you get like the clean cut guy. He's like he's having his first beer ever. Mm-hmm. He's having a cores light. Yeah. Because he's honorable. Yeah. No, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Or, or like even like a banquet beer. Oh, I, banquet, I feel like yeah. that's like yeah, the banquets are good. Yeah, you'll never see. Uh, I'll use my dad for example, right? When we would always go to hunting camp, right? Yeah. He, I would say that he not a beer snob, but yeah, kind of a beer snob. I mean, nowadays you wouldn't catch him drinking a freaking Coors Light. Yeah. Dead. Right. Yeah. But hunting camp, hunting camp back at the day, back in the day, he would you know, but it would only be Coors banquets. Yeah. That was the only shitty beer. Dude, that the banquet, drink. banquets in the bottle, glass bottle. Yeah. Oh, classic. Oh, man. so good. Yeah. <clears throat> that's heavyweight. That it. Yeah. That's a that's a backpacking. <clears throat> that one's kind of designed for like hunting camp. I feel like it really is. You know that or car camp. It's just it's, yeah. It's a car camp beer. Yeah. Banquet yeah. in the glass bottle. Yeah. It it's is. Uh, you, you do have to be careful with the the bottles, glass bottles. 
mm-hmm. if you're if you're drinking out you know in the woods because the last thing that you want to see is is roll up to a camp spot that's just been thrashed and littered upon this year in new mexico that's what we had we pulled up really? to a camp spot and there was just i mean it was i'd rather see glass everywhere than see aluminum or plastic everywhere you know what i mean like because at least a glass you like you're like oh it's gonna it'll break decompose or something yeah i mean turn into sand eventually but yeah either way it's, it's not a pretty sight and you That's, gotta you gotta be cautious you know with glass you can if it breaks you gotta be careful mm-hmm. if you're walking around with sandals or something like that you could slice yourself up that's another thing, yeah. Not putting your beers in the in the uh, the campfire. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unless unless you're fully melting them down, but you know, just it's just smelting it's, the yeah, aluminum. It's, it's just trash <laughs> after you. Know? Yeah. Uh, what what were your? Uh, I interrupted you on that. Oh yeah. Um, five. Yeah, I mean, so Coors Light. It's just a classic for me. Mm-hmm. Like that's what I'm about to go with. You know. Um, and then my second. Sierra Nevada Pale Ale, for mm. sure. That's just a classic. It's not too heavy. It's not too light. It's just a nice, like, good drinker. You know, mm. good taste, good flavors, good aromas. Uh, and then we're going straight into, like, uh, the, these two are pretty pretty much tied for third and fourth. You know, those are, like, my two, like, car camp beers. Uh, the next one's going to be, ooh, it's a tough fight between, like, a $30 bottle of tequila or a $30 bottle of whiskey. Mm. Those two... Like, that is, like, I don't know. I'm a big tequila guy, also a big whiskey guy. Yeah. I'd rather have the beer, you know, myself. But if I'm, like, backpacking, one of those is getting brought. And then number five. Whew. Number five is, like, number five is, like, a nice. Number five is, like, a. Oh, man, that's a good one. Number five has to be, like, a really nice beer. Like, a beer you'd pay too much money for like a full tree beer voodoo ranger like a <laughs> imperial <laughs> no, idea no, no not a voodoo ranger that's not a nice beer um hey, sorry sorry new belgium hey, i do love you new belgium hey, but I, I just don't shit on the new belgium the imperial ipa is <clears throat> essentially the four loco of ipas you go get a tall boy of that <laughs> yeah you, you're really fucking is. off as really you're off something yeah god that's that's hilarious dude it's the four loco for for freaking for hipsters, hipster yeah, it's, a, it's a hipster yeah. for loco because yeah. you drink one of those a 20 ounce you you don't know where you are the next day yeah you, really don't. you drink is... two of them you might as well sign your life away oh, you probably yeah. have a felony yeah <laughs> but you're definitely ending up in up up in prison there <laughs> uh i i would say probably like a night like shooters like a nice like backpacking with some decent shooters or something mm. yeah that's now, number five you're a 99 guy <laughs> you're a 99 i'm guy. not a 99 guy i just happen to indulge in 99 happen to indulge, yeah and <laughs> that's an interesting thing <laughs> because you tend to have a philosophy about 99s that uh is or or i should say um well you ice people with 99 uh-huh yeah and i, I don't know if you're you know a sadist or a sociopath but you enjoy seeing people in pain drinking 99s yeah, no i mean for for nine dollars you can get yeah basically nine dollars after tax don't ask me how i know you can get 10.99s <laughs> which is a heinous amount of alcohol yeah it really and is none of them taste good maybe one like doesn't even taste good one's acceptable no. to take yeah. a shot of and uh actually for christmas i went and bought 
40 shots of 99. I'm sure I got put on a criminal list at the liquor store. They're like, this guy is about to lose his mind. This guy can't fly. <laughs> this guy can't, can't fly. fly. I'm going to try to get on a plane next time. They're like, yep, you're no fly. Ooh, you're on the 99 list. <laughs> yeah, you're on the 99 list. Damn. Uh, that probably will not let you into like one of those... Uh, those uh airport lounges you know no no probably no, be like oh this guy's definitely getting <laughs> yeah, dude, this guy's not okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i got everybody even including all the sewers who happen to be of an older demographic uh got everybody a shot of 99 for their stocking yeah i wonder how many got I done wonder, dude i bet I, I, it would be hilarious well because because to see them doing that when bill took that one i thought i'd killed him he put it yeah, but it, I feel like you put it down like a... Oh, it went know? down for a seven-year-old man, but yeah. I thought... I, th- I literally thought I'd kill him. I was like, I'm so, I was oh, 10 seconds away from 911. I'm so sorry. I was like, I'm glad we're going to the hospital, but damn, I, I just killed, I killed Bill. Uh, <laughs> Oops. Hey, they used to do it back in the day. But. Yeah, yeah. They just got to get back in the flow of things. Yeah, yeah. As a, as a 22-year-old, you may, uh, you know, I kind of tend to have been in it right now, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah so... It's not a, it's like my time is still going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Still, uh, you're still in your prime in your drinking prime. I, I do kind of want to talk about, um, I mean, I don't know where, uh, marijuana is legal. It's, but it's probably legal it's in, the, most in states. some capacity. Most yeah. of the West, right? It, yeah. I think, is it I think basically all the West, California, Oregon, Washington, Colorado, New Mexico, Arizona, no Utah, probably no Wyoming. I don't know. I would. I. I wouldn't. It's got to be legal in Nevada, right? Yeah. I mean, they. I saw something where Snoop Dogg was on. Uh, on national TV the other day, talking about all the places he's been high in. So it's becoming more socially acceptable. Yeah. But <clears throat> the thing I want to talk about is, um, you know, some people like to indulge in that uh, in the outdoors as well. I no longer can really do that stuff. It huh. makes me uh, makes me very paranoid. Yeah. especially out in the woods <laughs> mm-hmm. but uh some people do and i was actually in a on a trip and uh, a couple of my buddies um went out and bought a l- ultra light silicone bong to smoke weed while they were out there and i thought that that was uh pretty um ingenious of the weed companies to do because it, it's literally called i think it's called the backpacking bong so there's like a whole freaking economy based on. You can almost get anybody who smokes weed, like anybody who's an actual like stoner, to buy anything. <laughs> That's true. You could be like That's very true. You could make a freaking turd. That's yeah. A bong. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> weed turd. It's a weed turd. <laughs> and like, I don't know. I have I have a few buddies who have like one hitters. Yeah. They take out. They just take it out on like mountain bike rides. Yeah, yeah. They just have that like in a little box. Like it's so small, and there's just like it's like one little hit, and I'm yeah. just like. Man, you guys really like. Could you imagine if I just had like three beers in my pockets and was just like, yeah, no, oh, let me take go. my one hitter shotgun, yeah. <laughs> yeah. just pound it. Yeah, yeah I, have, I have shots of ninety nine in my pockets. Oh, one hitter. Yeah, I don't know. It's just that uh, it's it's, <laughs> it's kind of funny, but it is the lightest weight option by far. Yep. yep, yep, by far. I mean, shoot, like an ounce of weed is a shit ton of weed. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna need space. People, yeah, you're, you're gonna, you're gonna need a whole other backpack. Yeah, for that. yeah, you're gonna be. Dude, you gotta be a. You will have to be Snoop Dogg to get rid of that in a backpack. Oh yeah. Trip. I wonder if uh, I wonder if an ounce of weed would fit in a Merlin backpack. Day pack. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh my god. People start smuggling. 
smuggling <laughs> the Merlin. You could have to take this out of the podcast with the coyotes <laughs> buying the Merlin. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, that would, yeah, that would be savage. But, um, no, I mean, I, I, I would say, though, that uh, that one's a little bit more scary, in my opinion, just uh, in my experience, because it, uh, it, I think you can have a beer and be fine. Let's yeah, be honest. Like yeah. a beer, even two beers, as long as it's not Maybe super high altitude, no, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. yeah, or like six beers over the course of a day, you're, you're going to be fine. But sometimes you take an edible, you, uh, you, you smoke a little weed, <coughs> incapacitated. Oh, yeah. Unable to think. Unavailable. Getting lost. Bear attack, you're dead. Yeah, you're done. You don't even have a Dunzo. chance. You don't even no, hear it. Yeah. No chance. Yeah. So I, I think you do. You do gotta be a little bit more uh, more cautious with that with that one. But I mean, as as we saw, there are lightweight options. Whereas uh, as with the alcohol, I don't think there's many lightweight options. Although I have heard, and I don't know if you know anything about this, but the powdered alcohol. You remember I, when that was a thing? I, like, I, I, I have like heard it. Dehydrated thing. alcohol. Yeah. Let me. I, I don't have much research on this. <clears throat> Like you snorted though, right? Oh, no, you know, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. Actually, I have this is the ultralight beer drinker solution. There was something, I forgot what it was, but it was essentially uh, you could, you would take like a packet, like a seasoning packet, not a seasoning packet, but a packet, and you would fill a bottle full of water. In that, you would put all the seasoning and then you would carbonate it and you would have beer. You'd have like a dehydrated meal beer with just normal water so you wouldn't have to care you as long as you had a water source you could drink as many beers in the back country as you want yeah yeah that's uh, have you seen that yeah yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. what i'm talking about yeah like yeah so we we alcohol. had one of those for for camp before oh really uh-huh oh that's awesome the, the packets were really expensive i think was the thing really like you'd spend like ten, 10 bucks a beer not worth it which hindsight like that's not that bad you know like depending on the backpacking trip and depending on how many beers you want to drink yeah like, cause like 10 bucks, like you'd spend that at a bar. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. On a beer. It'd be a little yeah. steep. Oh, that's true. That's true. That was a cool thing, actually. Yeah. I would actually, I would invest. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the, the main thing is you just got to remember to pack all your stuff out and you got to remember to, to be safe with it. Yeah. Be safe with it. Yeah. Um, Don't end up in Alaska getting drop can- uh, dropped from a plane. <laughs> a bottle of whiskey and not knowing how to get out of the tent yeah that's don't do that i don't know i don't know who would have told you that <laughs> but i i i wouldn't know i wouldn't I, know about any of that so that that's probably got to be the most expensive expensive bottle of whiskey that's ever happened i mean <laughs> a drop an extra drop camp flight is what two thousand obviously you guys got some other stuff dropped with you right no it's just that bottle just the bottle literally just yeah. a bottle yeah we messaged on the delorum because I had I had indulged, yeah. I had indulged over what I was supposed to indulge. And had you guys, are, so this is up in Alaska. Had you guys already got all three of your caribou? Um, I think yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think we had all three of them. Mm-hmm. But we like we're still packing them out, mm. and we were gonna stay there another night, like because we didn't have a chance. You know, we didn't really have an option. And the, no, it was a night before where we had already had them down when I had. When I when the delivery came, oh, okay. But we had sent a message on the door, like, "How hard would it be for you guys to like 
bring a bottle of whiskey to us. <laughs> and, and I was like, that's an embarrassing thing to send because I came in with a bottle of tequila and everybody else came in with a bottle too. And we just, apparently we're just smashing it away. Yeah. And, uh, while you're, you know, lower elevation. Yeah. Lower elevation. Coming it's from the thing. We should have, I should have brought two. Uh, unfortunately I was like right at like 49 and a half pounds. So I should have just drank it on the plane. Dude, that yeah. would have been, been <laughs> fucked up actually. Uh, um, yeah, but we had uh, we got dropped literally just a bottle of whiskey in a cardboard box. Yeah, mm-hmm. landed and dropped and they gave landed. it to us. Yeah, yeah, they, it wasn't even dropped out of the plane. Just no gave parachute it to us. stopped. Yeah. yeah, no, they just pulled in, stopped, and uh, that was that. That's pretty epic. That's customer service. I mean, that's why. That's that probably is- why it takes. Uh, takes you know a long time to get on the 40 mile air yeah uh, no yeah because the list. customer service is yeah. phenomenal <laughs> yeah. that was that was the best hunting camp i've ever had yeah Top i notch. think they should start employing drones they probably for that kind of stuff yeah i wonder how how far out it is like yo i need some here. ramen or i want some pizza <laughs> yeah <laughs> hey, that's cool. hey sh- I mean, I mean, if they have kind of t- then... takes the fun out of the hunting aspect, but yeah. or like the remoteness of Alaska. But I mean, that's true. Yeah. You can have your cake and eat it too. You know what I mean? Yeah, that w- that would be tricky though, because uh, with the whole can't use drones to hunt. I wonder how that would come into play. I- I'm sure there's loopholes and stuff like that for you know, and it's not like you're. Well, it's not like, not like the drones. You're just getting dropped off. Yeah, yeah. You just cut- chop the camera off of it. Yeah, and just. Just drop bomb drop everybody with whiskey. yeah bomb yeah. everybody with whiskey yeah that's my kind of camp yeah I mean like even the one we were supposed to go, we had an extra gear load mm. we were supposed to go on this year that one I was like well now that I know like I'm bringing I'm bringing a heinous amount of <laughs> two bottles <laughs> like one for each night there are not going to be that many ounces this guy has to take back I yeah it's just going to be garbage yeah just light yeah light and load <laughs> just need one. One extra gear load there. Yeah. That's all we need. We'll drink the rest. I don't know. Have you ever had an experience heading up to a camp, like you're backpacking in, where you've started drinking? Maybe uh, started taking the edge off a little too early? Um, <laughs> no. Uh, I mean, there you was... usually wait to camp. You're a self-respecting man. Yeah, I, I typically do. There, there's uh, f- one fishing trip that I went on that... Uh, Got a very shitty cheap bottle of whiskey, and um, I I didn't like I was fine walking in, but throughout the day I I probably finished the whole thing. And uh, those and are the bad was, ones. That was That's the ones like where you're like it's eleven o'clock, might as well have a nip. You know, I'm fishing. Just a small one. Yeah. Fun. It's like oh, it's twelve thirty, might as well. And then by like five o'clock, you like can't, you don't <laughs> comprehend how to set up a tent. Yeah, you can't tie a fly you're on. Just, <laughs> you're just sitting in the water with your pole just in the water. <laughs> you got a night crawler pattern yeah, on there. You got yeah, a crawler, crawler pattern. pattern. Yep. <laughs> the crawler pattern. Yeah, those are the, that's, that's what got me in Alaska, dude. It was like, ah, I mean, might as well just have a nip. Yeah, we just got here, celebratory. <laughs> and then it was like, ah, another hour later, might as well. I mean, yeah. like, we already kind of got a buzz going, you know? yeah and then by the end of the day i was like oh my god what have i done i've not done good things see when we were in alaska we didn't you know we were concerned about our weight too much we we only brought like a little thing of wine and a little thing of whiskey so by the time we had gotten uh all of our caribou down we we only had like one little drink each and then the next day we didn't have anything you know like i i think 
like I, I really don't need it. You no, know, no. It, it's just really nice. Yeah, it is. It's, it's fun it, to have. It's, it's just like an accessory. Talking. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. It's, it's fun. fun. It, you know, because I, I think one of the things that happens when you're sitting around the stove in the in the tent at night and you start just sipping a little bit of whiskey you start reminiscing all the stuff you start re-talking about the trip you're like oh that was so awesome when this happened yeah so it's it's nice but like i've you know everybody gets a little more talkative yeah yeah exactly that that was funny uh greta was talking about (laughs) yeah yeah her dad and and how when they started drinking that was her dad would actually start talking to her well, yeah, that's one of their like, <clears throat> that's one of their um, traditions now is that they always bring wine. Yeah, uh, maybe it's because Greta's a girl and likes wine. I don't know. I'm not a big wine guy myself. Yeah, me neither. Maybe with me like neither. a nice like steak dinner. Yeah, you know? like it's cool, but mm. like Italian um, food. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. But like, not a big wine guy. But yeah, I guess they always take wine out. Yeah, and drink that at camp. Yeah, which, yeah. Can't it, argue that. It's a it's a tradition thing too. You know. Yeah. Tradi- hunting camp and beer it go it goes hand in hand hand in freaking hand oh so, seriously yeah. yeah yeah i mean it's just a good time yep but uh just be safe with it yeah be just safe. be safe be safe because when you're remote like nothing sucks yeah. more than probably having to get heli backed out because you drink too much <laughs> yeah yeah i was per this podcast was perfectly we're releasing it just right in time for everybody's new year's resolutions of, I want to stop drinking. Yeah, I don't want to drink anymore. And then this podcast pops out. Just like, derails people. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, let's be fair. The, the New Year's traditions generally get broken pretty quick. Yeah. I was I've like, never been a, a New Year's. I was like, oh, man, I should guy. like, I should be like, oh, man, I don't want to drink that much this year. And I'm like, I, it's going to be January 1st, and I'm just going to be sad. <laughs> you know, I'll be, I'll, be like, I'll be like, oh, man, I drank a beer. I've already broken it. It's been 12 hours. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you don't want to punish yourself yeah. there. Don't want to punish yourself. And New Year's uh, resolutions, man, I, I, I just like, it's, why are you picking this day to change your whole life around? Like, why do you need this day to, to change your whole life, you know? Yeah. So there's no no point, but um, yeah, exactly. And I feel like New Year's resolutions are just so easy to set yourself up for to feel bad about yourself for failure because we're all humans and we fail all the time. There's temptations. There's all these things, right? Mm. You're like, man, one day, like even if you swore off fast food, you're gonna one day just be on a road trip and you're gonna eat fast food and then yeah. you're gonna feel bad about it. And it's like, well, yeah. you could just try and be a better person every day. Yeah, you know that's the better way to do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Oh, yeah, just practice uh, moderation, you know? It's yeah. not about... It, to me, it's not about yes or no. Like, the whole yeah. world is not black and white. It's yeah. about it's about the gray area. Got to ride the line. Here. Yeah, yeah. Just right. like with uh, drinking in the woods. You yeah, know? yeah, ride the Some line. Some trips where it's it's great. Some trips where you don't bring anything and yeah. it's you also have a great time. Yeah. You know, it's not... We don't want to come off like that makes or breaks the trip. No. We're just trying to give you some tips on how to do it correctly. But it definitely adds to it. It and does. definitely, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I want to hear everybody's, I mean, maybe it's just us. Maybe it's a <laughs> culture we've created at work. Yeah. But I do want to hear everybody's, uh, I, if you guys can, send in to podcast at seekoutside.com about your top five beers, your top yeah. five, or, or your just like your favorite outdoor beer. Like what is the best, like best time you've ever consumed alcohol? Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be interesting to see. <clears throat> maybe we're the odd, odd people out. Maybe this mm-hmm. podcast is going to reach three people. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. I feel like not because almost everybody I go outside with happens to indulge much more than I see them at home when they're outside. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 It's, I mean, it's vacation, man. Yeah, it is. You're, you're doing something that's different from the norm. Yeah. 
and i was i was just looking it up on you know on uh on the internet just why drinking is used as a celebration i mean the the big thing is i think people you know it it causes you to lose your inhibition right and there's all these pressures coming from everywhere around you on a day-to-day basis and everybody's just looking for that chance that opportunity that excuse Mm-hmm. to to lose that for a little bit right have some to, fun ju- yeah just relax and it's a tradition man i mean people yeah. have been drinking to celebrate stuff for uh for all thousands of, all of, of human time yeah at and this point yeah yep yep great conquests you know of uh i'm sure lewis and clark when they got back to the to the to the civilization i can only imagine how big that fucking how great that beer was yeah. you know after like years of of almost starving to death and then getting back that was probably a damn good beer all that kind of stuff was yeah that was probably a damn good beer <laughs> i mean you know indian pale ale um was <clears throat> they put more hops in to preserve the beer so it could travel to either the soldiers or something yeah. i don't know the exact history but uh an indian pale ale is that is literally called that because of they put more hops in those beers yep um which Indian pale ales are very hoppy, um, so that they would last longer and not expire. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, uh, and I guess, yeah, to elaborate on that, I mean, shit, alcohol and expedition has been hand in hand. I mean, the, on all the ships, that's that's how a lot of alcohols got created. Yeah. I know gin, you know, they, yeah. they put uh, juniper berries in the, in, you know, water and it fermented in order for sailors to take it mm-hmm. out on the ocean and have the water not go bad. So it's, well, it's hand in hand. Here's another funny thing while we're at it is um, in like the not medieval ages, but <clears throat> coffee and alcohol were what people lived on because water was not pure enough for most people to drink. Yeah. And that's what would actually make you sick. So most people would live off of coffee or mm. boiled, like they didn't necessarily put it together, I don't think, mm-hmm. um, that like hot teas and, and coffee were like the, the, boiling the better water. way, yeah, better yeah. way to drink the, the you know, stuff. And same thing with alcohol. The yeah. alcohol would ferment, kill all the bacteria and all the nasty stuff, viruses that are going to kill you yeah. in the water. So it was safer back in the day to drink alcohol and coffee all the time than it was to drink actual water i wonder if you could just instead of bringing a water filter (laughs) (laughs) dead in days (laughs) dead in seconds i wonder don't take that advice that makes you wonder also a little bit like have our bodies just adapted that we need water like that like because if i if all i did was drink coffee and beer I'd give myself a week to live (laughs) you know what i mean like a week i'd have a i'd have a hell of a week yeah but it would be uh, by day a, by day six i'd be done yeah i'd be in comatose well that that's interesting about the coffee i mean i didn't i didn't know that until you just said it but uh you know in reading like uh teddy roosevelt's journal um the, the you know the the trips of a hunting trips of a ranchman he says like one of the essentials that they always take out is coffee and i was like oh that's interesting because it's you know it was probably a rare a more rare commodity back in the late 1800s yeah and uh but yeah, that makes sense. It was probably like you know how they drank their water. So yeah, you boil the water, the bacteria all die. Yeah, that's that's crazy, man. Yeah. Interesting thing about because I was just I was scrolling the YouTube shorts, yeah. essentially like YouTube TikTok, mm-hmm. and just came across something about that, and then like went into it, and I was like, wow, that's kind of crazy. Like they yeah. associate <clears throat> like coffee and alcohol 
um, to a lot of the reasons why we had progression in like the 1700s, 1600s. Really? Like why we had that mental progression, all that stuff. Yeah, the um, enlightenment period. And don't don't take my exact words, you know, I'm just kind of quick noting here. But, yeah, yeah. No. Uh, do your own research, but uh, yeah, I think... Uh, well, there's what, a lot. Of, there's what a I lot read of and read and there. watched, yeah, it was like a lot of yeah, that like yeah. was uh, very interesting. I mean, very well documented about the Salem witch trials was probably a result of ergot, you know, which is a mold that grows on the bread, um, you know, which is essentially LSD, right? Huh. So they're they yeah. were just tripping balls. So where do you get that bread? <laughs> <laughs> so where do you get that bread? Um, how do you? What do I need to do? I yeah. have some bread that's been in my kitchen for a long yeah, time yeah, yeah. i think i have some in the lunchroom right now yeah you think it's good to go <laughs> <laughs> um but no i think there's a lot of those over the course of history that like unintended consequences that come from you know from drugs yeah from some drugs some kind of yeah some kind of drug some yeah. sort of I mean, mind coffee's a drug thing yeah yeah i wonder if there's any anything with nicotine because that's been such a humans have done that for yeah ever um, lung cancer yeah, I mean that's a good one. Uh, no, I'm curious if there <coughs> was like a joke. That's sorry, that's a bad joke. Yeah, but I wonder if there's any like, was there was there any benefit at some point like for actually doing nicotine that made people do it for so long, or yeah. if it was just like it's a good time. Yeah, I mean they're saying now that there are some benefits to it. You know, with, like isn't some with like Alzheimer's? Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, I don't know. I haven't read anything on that, but that's the. Well, I think there's something with coffee and colon cancer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you I drink mean, more coffee, you have less of a chance for colon cancer. I've definitely heard, and that makes sense because you know it frees you up, frees yeah, you up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, exactly. Gets you're you're empty. Going. Yeah, you know, I got to worry about what you got going. Yeah, on. You don't have anything left in your colon after that. <laughs> There's nothing to <laughs> cause cancer. Or, or it was like colon and like prostate. Yeah, cancer or something. I can see that. So weird. Yeah, stimulant. I mean, look. There's a reason why people yeah. made these things, right? If it were or, or discovered and did these things. Yeah, and yeah. and have have carried on these traditions for thousands of years so anyways let's go have a beer out in the woods yeah go have a beer out in the woods <laughs> we've now turned into the joe rogan podcast. Yeah. <laughs> uh no i i enjoyed that though uh i do just uh before we leave here i do kind of just want to touch on it is trade so trade show season Ooh, trade show season if you wanna, yep. You wanna come tell us in person what your favorite beers are. We're gonna be at Sheep Show this, Ooh. like in two weeks here, the January twelfth through the fourteenth. Yep. And then Western Hunt. Yeah, uh, that's early February. Yep. First weekend of February. I think it's the second through the fifth, maybe somewhere okay. like yep. around there. So Western Hunt Expo. Good. Definitely come see us. We're gonna actually have we're gonna have a bit of a bigger booth mm -hmm. with tents that we've had requests to see quite a bit. So I believe we're gonna have a courthouse there, mm -hmm. a person TP, um, guardian. Um, probably a I think the around. classics, yes. Yeah, the classics. But uh, we'll definitely have a courthouse there, which I know a lot of people have had interest in. So if you are listening and you are in the Western United States, probably not a bad time to come by and uh, you know see a courthouse for the first yeah. time. Western <laughs> Hunt's sick too. I mean, it's just a fun time. Cool show. Lots of good stuff going on there. Good times. Um, and then what do we have after BHA that? Rendezvous the seventeenth through the nineteenth yep. in Missoula, Montana. And then going on further, what are we going to have? Uh, Flagstaff 
Arizona yeah. Overland Expo. Mm-hmm. Um, that'll be one. You'll see probably me and Austin there. Mm-hmm. Um, we'll that's be, later down the line, huh? That is later down the line. That's probably going to be, I think, oh, I don't even know the date. And then we're also going to have another one in Loveland, yeah. uh, Colorado, which is the easiest one for us. So It might be in... Paonia, Colorado for the Riverfest, not 100% on that yet, but we might be at some other ones. And if you guys have any shows that you guys like to see us at or have any recommendations where Seek Outside might have a good spot or might be a good spot for Seek Outside to be, also send those podcasts to Seek Outside. Yeah, definitely. If you got a spot, if you uh, know that there's a bunch of people in your area that want to check out some Seek Outside stuff and you want to recommend a trade show. Let us know. Yeah. Always free. open. Yeah. Always open to it. Yeah. So. But hopefully we see you guys at those. Uh, it'll be Ryan and Lee at the Sheep Show. Mm-hmm. Um, it'll be uh, the whole lot of us at Western Hunt Expo mm-hmm. and probably the same thing at BHA. So yep. we're excited to see you guys out there. Yep. Enjoy, guys, and Happy New Year. Yeah. Happy New Year. <laughs>